Oh boy, here we go. So today in Redefine, we're going to talk about provider, also known as Jira. And so we're just going to jump right in. Um, so Redefine is let's 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 take a look once again at the way it was defined in the beginning. Let's redefine it. Let's look at it again from the beginning. Today we're going to talk about provider because and i man i just know how many people are not going to be happy with what i'm about to say or agree which i don't care because it's just true we're just got to go we just got to look at the truth and i just would encourage anyone who sees this just to risk allowing the holy spirit to tell them something new and then just give just ask them to give you revelation on what that means and what it looks like moving forward and we're going to talk about that a little bit too but provider we're just we're just going to jump right in so we're going to start, we're going to read in Genesis 22. And this is where, you know, Abraham <clears throat> was told by the Lord, you're going to have a son. He's going to be, um, he's going to be the father of many nations and all this stuff. And your, your descendants are going to be as numerous as the stars. Abraham didn't have a son and he was old. He didn't know how it was going to happen. And then finally, after he um, went out of the way to create Ishmael, which was not the son, he, 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 his wife gave birth to Isaac and he was the son. And then the Lord was like, hey, you remember that thing that I told you about birthing nations through your son? Well, I need you to go kill him. Just go kill the thing that I said you were going to be blessed through. And so Abraham, um, he did it. He took him up on the mountain and then he was going to sacrifice him. And it's kind of crazy, too, because he had a son carry the wood, I'm pretty sure. And Abraham carried the fire and the sticks or something like that. They get up there and you get this. You have this kid who's not like an infant. <clears throat> he just climbed a mountain with with Abraham and he's he's laying on an altar and he's full he's fully aware of what's happening he's fully aware of the fact that he's laying there he's fully aware of what this thing's all about it's about sacrifices and Abraham has his knife up in the air and he's he goes to drive it down and at the very last second an angel says stop and so this is where it's at so it says, when they arrived at the place, God had told him to go. Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on the top of the wood. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for I know, for now I know that you truly fear God. And this whole entire thing, I know it sounds crazy, but the whole entire thing was, are you just so... Do you fear him? Do you, are you going to do what he says? Are you going to obey no matter what it looks like? Are you going to trust? Are you going to have faith? Because when you want to do things that are incredible for the Lord, you have to trust him in incredible ways. Not you, not money, not your boss, not your hourly wage. You. You have to trust him. Don't lay a hand on him. You have not withheld from him even your son, your only son. And so Abraham was literally willing to give anything and everything to the Lord. <clears throat> and then it says, then this is Genesis 22 verse 13. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named that place Yahweh Yara, which is Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide to this day, people still use that name as a proverb. On the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. This is where we get, this is Jireh. And it's the only place in the Bible. It's, 
Jehovah is the only person that's referred to as Jireh. I'll say it that way. And so what we've done over centuries and centuries and centuries, and I'm first I want to say, as men, we have responsibilities to do whatever the Lord tells us to do with our time. And if that's work, then we work. And whatever that means is whatever that means. <clears throat> the responsibility we have is not Jireh, it's obedience. And then as we obediently follow the Lord, we as men are not providers. We are leaders in the financial stewardship of the resources the Lord provides for us through what he tells us to do with our time. Because there's only one Jireh. There's only one provider. And so what we've done is, is we have bore the weight of a God as men to provide for ourselves and even women that believe that they're providing for their themselves or their families or whatever. And so we have borne, we have, we have, we have carried, we have put on the weight of God, of God's Godness. And we put it right on our shoulders and the weight of Jara on us crushes us. It crushes us because it's a God weight. And we're not designed to carry it. There's only one Jira. When Adam and Eve were put in the garden, he said, I'm going to bless you to multiply. Fill the earth, subdue it. Oh, and by the way, everything you'll ever need is already there. And you know what's crazy is when he created the earth, the heavens and the earth, everything Adam and Eve needed was already there. And everything that I needed for the for the iPad that I'm looking at to be constructed was there. Everything that was needed to build the wall behind me was there. Everything that was needed to build the roads that I drive on were there. Every single thing, like every tree in the garden had the, had the life potential for there to be trees in my backyard. <laughs> he provided everything. He provided everything we would need, everything we would need. We didn't do it. He did it. And not only did he provide every single solitary possible resource we could ever think or imagine, he provided our heart with the capacity to go like this. Boom, 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 boom. And then he provides that heart with a beat. And he provides those lungs with air. And he provides those lungs with the capacity to keep breathing. Every single second that we live <clears throat> with the delusion that we're providing for ourselves, he is providing us life in those moments. If he decided that your heart was, was needed to stop, you would die. It didn't matter if you were making $57,000 million per minute. If he stopped providing you with life, you would die no matter how much money you thought you were providing for yourself. You can't keep yourself alive. He's Jaira. If, if the garden really operated like we think it does, then Adam would have taken seeds from God, built his own little garden in the corner of the garden, and told Eve she had to eat from the garden that Adam had prepared for her. That's what we do. And it's absurd. And so what we have to, what we do is what we got to do is we got to acknowledge the power and love of a God who provides and then obey him 
in whatever way he tells us to live our lives. And through that obedience, he funnels his resources into our life as provision. And lastly, he is provider. But what we've done is we have, he's the source. He's the source. But we've turned him into the resource. And so we've made ourselves the source and on Sunday mornings, we go worship the resource. We we go worship the thing that we perceive gives us more of the source. So we call money the source. And if we will go manipulate God with our giving, then God, who is the resource, will give us more sources, which is money. And so we got to shift that. It's got to shift back. The, God is not a resource. He's the source. Money is not the source. It's a resource. You know, a spring seems like a source until you realize the fact that the Father created the spring. And so even a, even something as source-like as a spring is really just a resource to the Father. There's only one provider. It's not me. It's not you. It's Jairo. And we got to submit to that. And then we just say, Jaira, what do you want us to do with our time? And as the source for our lives, what would you like us to do with all the resources that you put in our life? And he's going to tell you how to resource the resources. Freaking awesome.